It is my honor and privilege to introduce our awesome speaker for tonight. <laughs> uh, raw and real, yeah. Um, but open up your heart and open up your spirit to what the Lord would have you receive tonight from Pastor Todd. Okay. Yeah, I, I just I want to. I, I prefer standing down there, but I heard people say last week we couldn't see Sarah when she was preaching down here because um, the lights in here are kind of weird. So now I'm not going to see you, but you'll see me. Is that cool? Okay, if unless I go like this, I do want to say. Something that just blesses me about this body, about the body, us, all of us in here, not my body, um, is that uh, I, <laughs> um, I so appreciate how you guys um, let us lead worship in different ways and, and you don't get, you don't only worship when it's an emotional, loud sounding, big rush of a big band. You know what I mean? Uh, you guys let us, we have a lot of times we don't have instrumentalists, and we go, okay, we'll just do a keyboard and a box, or just a keyboard, or a drum, or whatever, and, um, and you guys just worship the Lord no matter what. I love that, because it's actually not about all that stuff, you know? Definitely, the loud sounds can, can take us somewhere on its own, but I love that you guys are such worshipers. Thank you for being a worshiping church. It's awesome. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's easy to lead worship here. It really is. Thanks, Brooke. She kind of stepped in last minute. We switched things up a little bit. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've got a presentation. The connection's lost. Um, and that's Okay because I have a clicker as well. Hey, we're talking about this. <laughs> we are talking about this. Uh, yeah, I want to say um, a little disclaimer before I even talk about this. When I, I'm pretty passionate about the subject, and I'm, I'm passionate, as you've heard before, about... Uh, reiterating over and over again our desire, our need to be alone with the Holy Spirit and spend a lot of time with Him and how He is the closest friend to our heart. But I am no way saying that I'm against, that I'm, that I'm teaching tonight, that I'm against, um, that I'm teaching you against community and human contact. Okay? So let me just say that before I start. Is that cool? Okay. Because that's a huge part of the body of Christ also, and we need that in our spiritual life too. Uh, but Holy Spirit, what a trip. Um, I just want to say this. Uh, Holy Spirit is vital and important in the Godhead, okay? Uh, there's, there's unfortunately a lot of religions that are teaching that Holy Spirit's not even part of the Godhead at all. Um, there's one that teaches that Holy Spirit was, is um, Gabriel, the angel. That's, that's the Muslims teach that. Um, and different, different things like that. Uh, the, but the Bible 
which is our word from the Lord, is very clear on him being a part of God, Son, Holy Spirit. He's part of God. He is God. And Holy Spirit is a person, y'all. He's a person. Um, interesting thing, though, is that we, uh, especially us charismatics, are you guys charismatics in Blazing Fire Church? <laughs> uh, we do have a tendency to look at him as the one to make us feel good, you know, or the one to, to just tickle us here and there, especially at church, maybe, and to give us a high. Um, but there's so much more than this. There's so much more. And even though I know this and believe this, he has to remind me over and over again. And by the way, I'm going to refer to Holy Spirit this whole time as he, because that's what I'm comfortable with. But I know that some of you call Holy Spirit she, because the Bible actually has some feminine references to Holy Spirit. Um, but just for, just for, just the way I talk, I'm going to call him he. Okay. You cool with that too? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All my apologies are out of the way now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's part of the the Godhead. There's there's God who sent his son Jesus and who was hanging out with the Holy Spirit way before the planet Earth was even born. It was the spirit who hovered over the waters, you know? Uh and the cool thing is though when Jesus took off he said, I'm going to leave you somebody else. That's Holy Spirit. And if you think of it, we need to hang out with the Holy Spirit. We need to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We need to intentionally fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Uh, he is a person. He's a part of the Godhead, which Matthew 28, 19. I, I've got, I'm going to have some scriptures up here, but I'm going to also shoot out some references in case you're taking notes. Um, I mean, since you're taking notes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Matthew 28, 19, uh, 2 Corinthians 13, 14, Colossians 2, 9. Just talking about him being in God and part of God and part of Jesus. Um, but God has sent him to be our helper. I'm going to read this from John uh, 14, 26. Uh, Man, this iPad's having issues. Uh, okay. Um, John fourteen twenty six. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, this is Jesus talking, he will teach you all things and bring to, you to, uh, bring to remembrance all things that I said to you. He is the highlighter of Jesus' words. Yeah? When, we, when we're reading the Word, especially Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, and we, 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 we need to imitate Jesus. We need to be imitators of Christ because Christ is imitator of God, right? I mean, Jesus says, I only do what my Father did. Uh, and we are supposed to be imitators of Christ. The only way that we can actually do that is through the Holy Spirit. Um, we need to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We need to be really intentional about that. I'm probably going to say that 28 times tonight, um, just so it really sticks. Uh, yeah, he, he will teach you all things. There's things that the Holy Spirit knows. Um, hey, there it is. Uh, there's things that Holy Spirit knows that 
we don't have a clue about and we need to know. Or sometimes we don't need to know, but he's like, I've got the scoop. Just come over here. Let me help you out because you're going to do that thing in a better way because I know how to do that thing. You know, you're going to love that person deeper. Furthermore, that person over there that's sitting in the corner and you don't know, you feel awkward and you don't know what to do. I do. I know what's going on with that person. Why don't you, uh, why don't you hook up and link up with me and don't be afraid. Let's go over there together. You know, that's Holy Spirit, you guys. That's him. The Holy Spirit is our friend, our guide, our comfort, our peace. He's not our cosmic bellhop. He's not that. <laughs> He's not the cosmic bellhop or the royal emotion tickler. That's not his job. But the cool thing is, when we hang out with Holy Spirit, we get the benefits of who he is. And joy is one of those things. In fact, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. We hang out with Holy Spirit. It's going to, it's going to ignite that joy that's already in us. We have Jesus. Therefore, we have Holy Spirit, right? So, therefore, we also have the fruits of the Spirit. Self-control. <laughs> Whoa, we actually have that. It's, it's in you. If you think, I am whacked out and out of control, actually, you have self-control. There's certain things that we have already. Joy, peace, love, long-suffering. I like the word patience better. <laughs> Kindness, gentleness. Um, good, uh, if you... If you feel like those things are lacking in your life, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He is the one. Seriously, it's like, uh, yeah, hanging out with the Holy Spirit, like drawing closer and closer. He doesn't have to draw closer, but we, we sing words like come closer. That's okay. It's actually us we're singing about, you know. We're, we're just saying, I want to be closer to you. Uh, the closer we get, the, these things start activating. You know? They start activating. I saw some vampire movie where when the vampires move into town, the werewolves start waking up. I don't, I don't know why I saw that. But, but that came to mind just now in the negative connotation um, of how this is. He, you move into his space, and these things begin to wake up more and more in you, and you'll know how to use these things. Uh, He's really good. Uh, yeah, we, we don't need to treat him like a cosmic bellhop. It, we need the fear of the Lord, and we need the fear of the Holy Spirit. And by fear, it means I'm talking about the, the absolute wonder and awe of who he is and, and not thinking of him as like this, this thing you stick in your pocket that's like a self-serve, you know, like a service, you know, like, oh, man, I just need some help. Hey, you know, do this for me. It's not like that at all. It's not like that at all. He's not, believe it or not, he's not here to make us feel good even. <laughs> he's really not. He's here to be our guide and our help and our comfort, our friend, our um, inspirer, um, to breathe into us the words of God. Um, but hanging out with him actually does then make us feel good. But that's not his job. But it just automatically happens. But but it's our job to say yes. I want to be with you. You know, we've really got to be intentional with this. Um, yeah, I was thinking about a friend of mine who, um, I got this friend that 
is super, super honest and open about all his stuff with me. And I, I, I have, you know, I have, I have a few trust issues with humans sometimes. Uh, I have actually stood up here before and told you many of my things, you know, um, but, but some of the stuff that goes on in the inside, I, I usually keep to myself, but I've got this, this buddy who, um, he just, he goes, yeah, I'm, this is what's happening with me. And he's not trying to paint anything or hide it. And the more I'm around this guy, the more I become that way too. You know, I, I start going, oh yeah, yeah, let me pray for you. And I've got this, you know, I, I become more honest and trusting is what I'm saying. It's the same thing, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. All his benefits are going to come alive in us the more we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. They really are. We're going to become more like him. Um, I notice there's a lot of Kleenex here tonight on the floor, and that's a really awesome sign, don't you think, that people are broken and crying and getting it all out and letting God touch. Yeah. <laughs> You guys are so quiet that with the lights on, I'm, I'm thinking maybe nobody's here. <laughs> Horton hears a who. <laughs> Is this okay? Bam. Look at that. Paul wrote of the blessings of fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 13, 13. Uh, it's actually 13, 14. So... If you're taking notes, change that 13 to 14. May the love, may the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And Philippians 2 1, uh, comfort, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Holy Spirit, if any affection and mercy. These things are benefits of fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Comfort, mercy. We need to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Paul, Paul is one of the renowned men in the Bible. Don't you think so? You know, I mean, we could, we could base a lot of our own life on Paul's and be really, really okay, you know. Um, and this is what he's saying. You've got to fellowship the Holy Spirit. This is what he says. Um, the, the Holy Spirit is, is a dynamic person, and it's actually vital to our walk with God that we have a rejuvenated fellowship and walk with the Holy Spirit. It's absolutely vital uh, because he is part of God. I mean, he is God. So if we're saying, yeah, I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus, and yet we don't fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we're actually missing out on something. We really are. Um, there's more, you know. You know, we say, more Lord. Am I the only one who says more Lord? More, Lord. You know why we say more, Lord? Because there is more. And Holy Spirit ushers a lot of that more into our life. <laughs> Thank you, Carice. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. It's only 734. I didn't know that till just now. 730. We may get out here early tonight, guys. <laughs> fellowship more with each other holy spirits and with, with each other oh man i just suddenly felt all this pressure to talk a lot i'm just kidding 
<laughs> yeah, it, a vibrant walk with the Holy Spirit is essential to, to, to more of the Lord. It's futile. It's to seek deep experiences with God. Um, I just want to say this. We can't go deep in God if we have a dull spirit. You know that? It is through Holy Spirit that we get alive. And it's through Holy Spirit that we, we are rejuvenated. I like to say electrified because that's the way he makes me feel sometimes. Uh, we, but, but when we get dull, when we start feeling dullness on our walk and in our life, um, and then we go, I want to go deeper in God. Uh, we're not going to go deeper in God yet. We've got to get alive. We've got to get Holy Spirit um, awareness. You know what I'm saying? Through Holy Spirit, we're going to go a lot deeper in God. He, he is the avenue. Um, Jesus is the way to him. Holy Spirit is the one taking our hand and saying, this way, this is the way we go. I've got, uh, yeah. He, he's here. I, he's, he's actually here. It's funny and strange that a lot of churches all over the world um, kind of leave Holy Spirit aspect out and concentrate only on God and Jesus. And some, some churches just consider Holy Spirit um, just, just this thing in the Bible, and that's pretty much it. But we're not going to invite his movement into our midst. And the crazy thing is, that's who Jesus said, I'm leaving Holy Spirit on planet Earth with you. It's never made sense to me, even since I was a little tiny kid. And I know there's different, different, you know, different groups that have been taught through the generations some strange things that, that don't make sense, and that's why they, you know, that's all they know. Um, but the Bible's pretty plain about this. He's the one who's left here. He's on planet Earth right now. He's sitting next to you, Bill. I mean, can you tell? Yeah, see, Bill knows. <laughs> Um, yeah Uh, we've got to talk to him a lot prayer is essential if if you've hung around this church for um, you know a number of years you know that I I like to go in the area of prayer and talk about prayer a whole lot and prayer is absolutely essential and I know that sometimes we don't hear or feel anything when we're praying so so it kind of tapers off in our life and we we just leave it for emergencies at times. But prayer is essential, essential. It is disguisingly doing something to your heart because the more you're talking with Holy Spirit, uh, you'll wake up one day and you'll go, when did I become so confident? When did I become so much more knowledgeable about the things of God? When did I uh, you know, become someone who loves I, I used people used to get on my nerves, and now I'm weeping for people. When did this happen? It's that constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit. It really is, because He's the one who's so tender-hearted. I I like to I, another phrase you'll you've heard me say a lot of the time around here. I almost say it every time I talk to y'all, and the youth group and the college group is um, I like to say to Holy Spirit. Would you tenderize and soften my heart? And I want to encourage all of you to say that to him all the time. Would you tenderize and soften my heart? Well, why would I have to say it all the time if I say it once? He's got it, right? Yeah, he knows. Absolutely. But here's the deal. We're still living on planet Earth where things are pretty rough and people around us are pretty negative. 
for the most part, speaking criticism, speaking a lot of negativity, and we're out in it, and it's going, you know, and sometimes we get involved, and our heart gets a little bit more hardened, a little bit more hardened, a little bit more hardened. So to come to him often and say, I'm with you, tenderize and soften my heart, he does it. It's, it's more for our own awareness than it is, you know, making him aware, of course. Um, just today, this happened to me. I, was, I, uh, I wanted to write a few more notes for you lovely people about this very subject. And um, I, I needed to go to uh, specialties to do it and put earphones on. And I can't be at my house because I'll start getting busy with other things. So uh, specialties is one of my offices. And, um, and I go there, put music on with no words, and, and start, you know, just, just working. Um, but when I got there, I had all kinds of weird, I had weird warfare today and, and many, almost every time I s stepped out of the house. And um, there was a little bit of that going on. So by the time I got there, I felt agitated and strange. And um, I sat down and I just stared at the computer. It was making no sense to me, you know. It was, it was foggy, like you were talking about. It looked like there was a fog over it. My brain felt foggy. So I just went, would you tenderize and stop in my heart, Holy Spirit? And he, sometimes I don't feel that right away, but he did right there. I started, I was going to say sobbing. I started crying. I had a lot of tears come. And, and I opened my eyes and looked around at, at the, the coffee shop there, and I was feeling love for everybody. My new distraction was I wanted to go minister to people near me, you know. Um, <laughs> I thought, oh, this has happened. But I also had a little bit of embarrassment because I'm sitting in specialties crying. Uh, but it is okay. And then, I, so I'm looking at my computer. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being at this table with me. And then I, could, I saw someone walking over my way, and I thought, no, no. No, I'm in. A, I'm with the Holy Spirit right now, um, but it was a really great friend of mine who came over to be just a kind blessing to me, Chuck McCallum. You know our friend Chuck. Yeah, and um, he came over, and I'm like, "Oh, hi, Chuck. What's up, dude? You just got back from Uganda with Pastor Brent." And uh, he goes, "Are you okay?" You know, he's smiling at me. I'm like, "Yeah, I was just having some time with the Holy Spirit," <laughs> and. Uh, it, and we had really neat fellowship. It was really great. Um, and then the rest was a breeze. I just was hanging out with. The, it's as simple as that, really, friends. It it is. But the funny thing is, we just forget a lot, you know, to to be intentional about him. You know, we've got a lot of friends that love us, but we need to be intentional to reach out to them. Sometimes, you know what I mean. We could we could easily have. I could easily have a friend who loves me. And then I don't hear from them a in a while. Or maybe they sent me some messages that I didn't get. And then I'm like, they, they don't, I'm alone, you know. He doesn't care for me. Uh, but why didn't I, <laughs> you know, why don't I send a message? Why don't I call or go over and say, hey, here I am. You know what I mean? It takes two. 
um, there's activation that needs to be had, you know, and it's on a daily basis. There, I, I, I was in a meeting um, a few years back, and the speaker, there was some, it wasn't here, thank God, uh, but there was a speaker that was teaching everyone, we don't have to pray, we don't have to pray at all, we are prayer. And I, I knew where he was trying to go with that. We are prayer. It's true. We're a house of prayer. Um, but we need to be active in that, you know? Uh, we do. We need to talk to Holy Spirit. We need to fellowship. We need to be intentional. Um, I'm going to read something here to you. Uh, I think I've got a slide for this. Hey! Um, yeah, at birth, uh, our spirit is joined to God so that we are one spirit. He, he created every human with, with three parts. We're, we're spirit, soul, body. Right? right? I mean, um, like we are a spirit. We have a soul, our mind, will, emotions, and, uh, and it's all inside this package of the body that carries us around. I always, whenever I teach this to our youth group, I say this is our car you know, or our house. This is our vehicle that, that brings us around in, but we really are a spirit. And that's how he made us. He did that on purpose because he invited us into the family, into the intimacy of his family. Um, uh, here in, yeah, 1 Corinthians six seventeen. but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? We are the, the, the house that not only our spirit is in, but his spirit too. Because when we said yes to him, we went like this, and now we have him with us all the time. You know? I'm going to say it again. This person who has all the answers is right here. You know? I... I, I uh, I had trouble learning in school. Um, I had dyslexia, had just crazy learning disabilities, had to go to a special class because of it. And man, I grew up really down on myself thinking, I'm just I'm stupid. I'm just so stupid, you know, which stopped me from doing a lot of things that I wanted to do. Um, but I love when I realized, oh, Holy Spirit's in me and he's not stupid. At all. I'm going to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Let him live big in me. <laughs> He's got all the answers to everything. I mean, somewhere in here, I know how to cure cancer. You know? Because I'm one with Spirit, Holy Spirit. My spirit is. Uh, I, I can't wait to tap into that or somebody will. You know? Because he knows. He knows the answers to these things. Ah, oh, it's so good. Salvation is way more than just being forgiven, which is a wonderful thing, which is an amazing thing. That, that alone gives us cause to worship. That alone is, you know, should cause us to wave flags. You know what I mean? More than at a football game. Why do you people wave flags? Why don't you ask the Holy Spirit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's more than that. It's more than our salvation. It's more than being forgiven. It's a continual growing experience with God. I mean, he has invited us into God, 
Son, Holy Spirit. We are invited into the intimacy of his own family. Isn't that cool? Yeah, there we go. I hear it. <laughs> Holy Spirit, thanks for helping them respond. <laughs> the Spirit flows from our spirit, which is translated belly. I think I've got a passage for that here, actually. Yeah, check this out. John uh, 7, 38. He who believes in me out of his belly will fly rivers. That was supposed to be flow. Um, <laughs> that, was, that could have been my dyslexia, but that kind of is cool, too. Um, flow <laughs> rivers of living water. Uh, and that's in the King James. Um, he, in the, the New American Standard, he who believes from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. From your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. And the belly, it's, that's not my favorite word because I, you know, I don't know. I just think of Santa Claus. But, um, uh, but I guess we all have one. And, um, and, and out, of, out of your belly is flowing rivers of living water. Check this out. When we walk into a stressful situation, um, I know a lot of us, myself included, have had a tendency to adapt to that stressful situation and become stressed out as well. However, we actually have Holy Spirit right here who does that. We can walk into a stressful situation. The Prince of Peace lives on the inside of us, and he's going, if you let me, rivers of living water and life will actually flow out of your innermost being out into this atmosphere you're in, and you and me will change this atmosphere together. We really can. We really should, actually. <laughs> I hope that doesn't sound harsh, but I mean, we really, we, we have the ability. Why not, right? Because we're representatives of God. Yeah, I love that scripture. I think that's so amazing. Holy Spirit springs up. Uh, is that the right one? Yeah. Yeah, check this out. John 4, 14, the water that I will give him will, be, um, will become in him a fountain of water springing up everlasting life. You ever sing, spring up, oh well, splish, splash within my soul. Spring up, oh well, and make me whole. Uh, awesome song. Love it. Love how we learned the splish, splash part uh, when we were little kids. But the funny thing is, when you sing little songs like that, sometimes you, it becomes like, like a cliche. It's time to sing that again, you know? Maybe put a mashup on it. Sing it with something else or, you know, just re, uh, reproduce it. You know, spring up a well, you know? Get some instrumental rock music and just start singing it over yourself. Spring up a well, hey! With... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a river of life flowing out of me. It's not a cute saying. It's the truth. <laughs> I'm slightly embarrassed that I just did that. Uh, <laughs> woo! 
Oh, and the, oh yeah, I was going to say this too. The splish splash of that song. Splish splash. I actually, when I got a little older and I was singing that, I was like, oh yeah, remember when we always say spring up a well, splish splash. It, something hit me and I, I feel like it was Holy Spirit just saying that splish and that splash is for everybody around you, you know? Hey, you know what I mean? Because when you're, you know, jumping in a puddle, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> okay, um, you know, I'm so tempted to just read through all these notes, but I have so many, I'm going, I'm trying to pick something to skip here, uh, of course, we do have a long time, <laughs> you guys awake with me still, okay, <laughs> um, We are, uh, we, we have an opportunity by fellowshipping the Holy Spirit to be transformed right here, okay? It's in uh, Romans 12, 2 that says that we will be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And I promise you, the more you, the more you get up in the morning and say, I'm going to be really intentional today, Holy Spirit, what's on the agenda? What are we going to do? And here's, here's the agenda I had. You want to do this with me and show me a better way to do it? And throughout the day, just talk with him. Just talk with him. He's really there. Um, it's going to renew your mind, and you're going to become transformed. It's the truth. There's points in my life, several points, that I thought, I want to be transformed from this. And I grew, and then I saw more stuff that I, I'd like to grow from, and I was like, oh, I want to be transformed from this, and I'm I'm at one of those places right now. And he goes, "Okay, there's always more. I'm an ocean without a shore. There's always more. You are going to be transformed by the renewing of your mind by fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, intentionally and often. It's the truth. Do you want a renewed mind? <laughs> I don't think that just means in our thinking. I think it actually transforms everything. The way we do." the way we do things, um, even our body. Um, and, and by our body, I'm, I'm talking about uh, healing us, you know, healing things that are going wrong. One time I, I felt like Holy Spirit told me some things um, about the body, about my own body, and about other people saying, there's a lot of things I've actually healed that you don't even know about, you know. Sometimes there's big problems that a doctor points out or you feel, but there's other things that I've healed because you fellowship with me. I've healed. When you're talking to me, you started to feel a little something, and I just took care of that with you. So <laughs> I believe that was him, and I believe that it's not just about me. I believe it's about a lot of people. And because we do know there's a lot of things he's doing that we don't see, you know? That's where faith comes in, and God loves faith so much. Did I change that? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, check this out. Is that the one? Yeah. Okay. When he, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. I'm right there? Okay. He will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on 
his own authority, but whatever he hears, he, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me. This is Jesus talking, by the way. For he will take um, what is mine and declare it to, to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take up mine and declare it to you. Is that cool or what? There's a light on the inside of us. And it's him. And he's saying, this is Jesus telling us, everything that God has given to me, I'm having him give to you. I'm having him declare over you. This is amazing. This is this is this is what separates us from other religions um, that that actually have to try to look for a light. And God's saying, actually, no, you've got one inside of you. It's on your innermost. You possess it in your indwelling spirit. Isn't that amazing? Um, yeah. Paul exhorted us to walk in the spirit, promising that if we do so, uh, we should not end up yielding to the lustful desires of the flesh. Now, there's an interesting subject, especially in our circles, because we know that the cross took care of everything. It really did. Um, but we also know on a day-to-day -day basis that there's certain things that kind of reach out toward us at times. And uh, we have the opportunity to say yes or no. And it's things that can really hurt us, you know? I always say sin is just the things that God said, These are the, this is the set of things that are going to hurt you, and I love you, and I don't want you to be hurt. That's why it's called sin. It's not, it's not like no to this, yes to that, no to this, no to that. It's not that at all. And the Holy Spirit is the one to help us um, choose the right way. Uh, yeah, here's a cool scripture about that. Galatians 5.16. Galatians 5.16, walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Damaging desires. That... It's pretty plain and clear. And that's pretty cool. And that's pretty awesome. And that's like having a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that sometimes we're not even using. That we're not even where we have. He's saying, walk in the Spirit. Be in the Spirit. Walk. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Walk with me intentionally. And you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. It's our primary way to have victory, is to walk with Him. Uh, if, yeah, oh, and I've, I wrote down here, um, the way to walk in freedom is by walking in the Spirit, not, not focusing on the desires themselves. As we grit our teeth, seeking to resist them, we overcome darkness, turning to the light. We need... If, if, our, if we're fellowshipping the Holy Spirit, we don't have to sit around trying not to sin. We don't have to sit around trying to resist all the time and focusing on that thing that becomes this gigantic thing when we do focus on it. Um, we're focused on Him, and that's the way we're going. And He's shining light, which eventually makes it so we can't even see that thing. You know? Uh, it's the truth. I had... I had, uh, a few years ago, there was a young 
guy who uh, who's in my in my life, and he came to me saying, "Hey, Todd, I I really want you to be my account accountability partner about porno, pornography, and um, and the things that come with it." And um, I said, oh, "Okay, uh, all right, let's do this." And we had already been talking about this for a while, um, but he really wanted to be accountable. So his version of being accountable was to um, was to report to me every minute that this thing's happening, you know, like the temptation's coming. So I got several calls a day, you know, and at first I thought, okay, you know, yeah, I'll, this is good. I'll, I'll talk him, I'll talk him out of it right now, and I'll talk him out of it now, and I'll talk him out of it now, give him some truth here, you know, and then, um, and then over time, uh, we met up, and I said, let me ask you something. This thing, has it increased a lot since you've been focus on, focusing on catching it all the time? Yeah. Yeah, it's come on a lot more than it used to. I said, that's because we're focusing so much on the thing. I'm going to be your accountability partner in this. I'm going to pray for you. You're going to pray. We're going to check in a little bit less, you know, <laughs> and, um, and talk about what he's doing. And, uh, and I'll, I'll continue to pray for you over this thing. And, um, but, but constantly giving it focus is actually magnifying it, you know? Yeah, and that's the way it is with all these sinful desires, the desires of the flesh, whatever. We just need to fellowship with him. It's funny because that method that we were trying out was actually taking his focus off Holy Spirit and onto that thing. And bam. Um, does that make sense to you? <laughs> yeah. God's got the scoop. Um, he also, God didn't promise that we would be completely, completely rid of fleshly desires. He just shows us the way out. He is the yes. You know, he's the one we say yes to. I know several people have become a Christian, and then a week later they're going, oh my gosh, I, I thought I wouldn't ever think this again, you know. <laughs> just just look that way. Just keep looking that way. Eventually that thing's going to fade away. There might be another thing, you know, and you're going to keep going this way toward the light. He is the light. He shines it on everything that we've got. He illuminates it all. Um, uh, here's an interesting scripture from Romans the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit of, is life. That's, that's just what we were just saying. The mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life. That's some yummy stuff right there, y'all. It really is. Uh, let's talk about talking to the Holy Spirit just a little bit. Um, I, I've got a couple of scripture references to throw out to you that are taking notes. Uh, uh, in this manner, therefore, pray our Father in heaven, Matthew 6, 9. The Spirit of God dwells in you. If Christ is in you, this, then the, you have the Spirit, which is life, Romans 8, 9 through 10. The Holy Spirit longs to talk with us. And he is talking a lot. Um, sometimes when I have trouble hearing him, 
I, I, I see metaphors and, and uh, things a lot in my mind. And uh, a long time ago, I saw this metaphor when I was having trouble hearing him. I, I felt like he was saying, just turn the dial. Just tune into the right station, Toddy. You know? You, you got a lot of stations that you're flipping through. Tune into the right station, and you'll be more focused in here. Yeah? That means sometimes, for me anyway, to, to, to get rid of some other things. It really does. So the subject of fasting might come up. That, that actually helps me uh, sometimes to be more focused. It does not bring me more favor with God. It doesn't bring him closer to me whatsoever. It actually does something in me when I'm not focused. Um, it causes me to lean in more, you know. Um, and I, not only fasting food, but just things, just maybe like, I'm going to give this up for a while because I notice that that's taking up more time than my fellowship with him. So let me put that over there and uh, do this, you know. And it's awesome because my heart always comes more alive. And sometimes I pick things back up and sometimes not. It just depends on where I'm at and if it's okay, if I'm strong enough. Um, yeah, and he's talking to us a lot. The more we fellowship with him, we're going to actually start hearing a lot more than we did before because he's actually been talking in different ways that we didn't recognize before. You know, I know around here that we know that he speaks through pictures and uh, he speaks through uh, other people. He speaks through a notion on the inside. Generally, we don't hear an audible voice. I always wish we would, you know, but then I, sometimes when I say that to God, I'm like, I wish I'd hear you. And then I get, I, I start laughing because I don't know if he's actually saying this to me, but this thought just comes like, yeah, his, his talking to me might press me down into the cement. The thunderous voice of his. Of course, he can make it any which way, you know, to uh, to not kill me. But it might scare me, you know. So I I love I love the little inner thing we've got going on. I love grabbing a cup of coffee and going outside really early in the morning, and just listening. <laughs> I love that he'll take my petitions, but I love more that he's actually wanting much more than that. Just he just wants me. <laughs> Uh, and but he he speaks to me through uh, movies like Sarah Sarah mentioned that last week, um, and sometimes he speaks to me not to go to certain movies. <laughs> That's going to bruise your spirit, Toddy. Don't go see that. Uh, don't go do that. Um, but there's some that some that I, I'll sit and something just starts hitting me, and I go, "Oh, he's talking to me through that song lyrics." I taught this to the youth group once. I, I, I'm like, do you ever wake up and all of a sudden there's a song in your head and you, you can't get it out of your head all day long? Maybe, probably, it, you might want to turn around and just start paying attention to the lyrics of that song and go, is that you trying to say something to me? I'm going to, with a slight bit of embarrassment, read to you the lyrics of a song that uh, Holy Spirit was highlighting to me this week. And I know it's going to provoke a little bit of laughter um, because you'll go, you've got to be kidding. That's the song you think Holy Spirit was talking to you through. Yes, I do. Because it, it, 
there was something I was looking at or facing and it seemed difficult and I just felt confused and lost. And all of a sudden these lyrics came up when I connected more with the Lord and um, they started cracking me up for one. And also the lyrics, <laughs> I felt like he was saying them to me. And um, this song, ladies and gentlemen, is the 1980s hit Whip It <laughs> by the... <laughs> By the flower pot wearing band, uh, head wearing band, uh, Devo. Crack that whip. Give the past a slip. <laughs> the next line didn't do anything for me, so I'll skip that one. Because I didn't want to break my mama's back. But uh, when a problem comes along, you must whip it. Before the cream sets out too long, you must whip it. <laughs> when something's going wrong, you must whip it. And, and honestly, I'm hearing this and I'm laughing, but I'm also seeing him put a whip in my hand and he's got his hand on my hand and we're like, wow, that problem ain't staying anymore. Go. <laughs> now whip it, whip it into shape, shape it up. Get straight. Go forward. Move ahead. Try to detect it. It's not too late <laughs> to whip it. Whip it good. <laughs> when a good time turns around, you must whip it. <laughs> you will never live it down unless you whip it. No one gets away until they whip it. <laughs> Whip it good. I say whip it good. Crack that whip. I know. Sounds hilarious, right? But, <laughs> but I, I used that example. I thought, really? Should I even say that this happened with me? But I use that example to say, seriously, pay attention to every, you know, every little thing that keeps repeating on the inside. It might be him. And I got ministered to by a Devo song. And I, I did. <laughs> and I imagined the thing that was bugging me, and I imagined myself like a lion tamer, like, back, you know, get out. Uh. But I also imagined myself with a lot of power and confidence behind that because his hand was on my hand, you know. So, and if you're li listening by radio or what, a podcast right now or whatever it is, I dare you to turn that song on right now. <laughs> and dance a little bit, and then come back to this message. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, okay, so yeah, we're talking about talking to the Holy Spirit. Uh, all right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to another word I've said several times, be intentional, okay? I mean, really be intentional. I... I know it sounds repetitive, and it might start getting on your nerves that I've said that so many times, but I'm hoping that it'll stick. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're having another a, a day a few days from now, and you're going, ah, I feel kind of out of it, that you hear this voice saying, be intentional with Holy Spirit. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah, intentional. And you just turn around and go, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out with Holy Spirit. Um, practice the presence of God. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Oh, 
I wrote here, linger. Linger with him, too. We have such a tendency to be very impatient. But remember, we have patience here on the inside of us. If impatience is our tendency, we can straight up go with him and say, hey, um, I want to hang out with you right now. Would you activate the patience part in me right now? Because I, I want to linger with you, and I, I want to know again and more what it is to linger with you. I want to say something. Here, here's what I like to do um, with Scripture. You know, sometimes it's great to just speak Scripture back to the Lord. It's what He said and gave to us, and we speak it back to Him, and we're speaking His language. <laughs> it makes for a great conversation. Here's what happens, though, when you do that. Um, it, that Scripture starts coming more to life than it ever did. And then you go, oh, that's why they call it the living word. It really is living. I'm talking this with Holy Spirit who wrote this, and I'm saying it, and it, it, it starts coming more alive. And uh, your understanding opens up. Um, but here's how I like to do it with Scripture. Because, because I have a, a, a thing with the way I think and sometimes run ahead of thoughts and all that kind of stuff, uh, I have to and I think most of us do, take, take a passage and just say it slowly, you know? Um, the Lord is my shepherd. And just stop there for a minute and go, what does that look like? The Lord is my shepherd. Obviously, I'm not, I don't have wool, you know? But what does that indicate in my life? He is my provider. He takes care of me. And sometimes I do act like a dumb sheep, and he comes after me and provides for me and, and, and helps me go to the right place. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not want. Well, that, whew, that's contrary to what I feel because I want a lot. Let me hang out there with you for a minute. What does that look like for, my, for me? You know, and he might say to me, well, actually, you got some some desires that are stressing you out over here. You actually don't need that. And the, some other things that you want, that's actually just a burning desire that I, I gave you. So let me activate that for you. You know, let's let's work on that. You know, that kind of thing. The want that this describes is a desperation, like a like, a, oh, I want, I want, I want, I want. And he's saying, no, no, I don't want you to feel that way anymore. Um, you lead me beside the still water, green pastures. You just meditate on that for a while, let it linger, and Holy Spirit is fellowshipping with you in that and making that come alive to you, you know? We sing, I think, three versions of that scripture alone in this church, uh, three different ways it's sung, you know, different uh, tunes to that, and uh, and so, yeah, it could become cliche, uh, but just meditate on something like that. And the next time you come back, I hope, I hope they're leading Psalm 23, <laughs> you know. Oh, I want to sing it because it's big in my heart. And that was whole Fellowship Holy Spirit that did that. Um, hey, uh, here's another favorite prayer of mine to, when you're hanging out with the Holy Spirit. Um, I want to see what you see. Did I put that here? 
let me see what you see and, and feel what you feel. <laughs> if he answers prayer, and he does, uh, then we're going to have a lot more victory if we're seeing what he's seeing and feeling what he's feeling. But again, being intentional, like, I want to see what you're seeing. I want to feel what you're feeling. The intentionality of it will actually snap us out of perhaps a, a rut, you know? And when we go, oh, it's like attention, you know? I'm going to go this way. Let me see what you see. Let me feel what you feel. And that will take the fog away, and all of a sudden we'll start feeling the way he does and seeing how he does. We'll start seeing other people, that family member that gets on your nerves. You'll start seeing that person the way he does. And all of a sudden, tenderness comes over your heart for that person, you know. Um, you'll, you'll, he's the teacher, you know. He'll start, he'll show you how to do things. Let me see what you see. I, I think I told this story once in here, but um, I had this keyboard that I used to lead worship here from. Um, had it for several years and uh, finally just gave it as a gift to someone this last year. Uh, but um, it, it, it would break down a few times. You know, and to get that thing fixed costs a lot of money. I mean, a lot, I, you might as well just buy a new keyboard. I think they do that on purpose. But uh, <laughs> uh, so I opened the thing up one day, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is so complicated. I need to be Einstein to fix this thing. You know, I, I knew where the problem was, but there were so many minute details in this this board and, and how you had to take this off and this first and this first and you better put it all the same way back and everything. And I had no clue. I just looked at it and confusion came, you know. Uh, so I sat there for a minute and I went, hey, you know how to fix this. <laughs> Will you guide me? And I just all of a sudden felt like I can do it. I didn't, I didn't instantly feel know how to do it. I just felt like I can do this. So courage came over me, you know? So I grabbed a couple tools, knelt down on the floor, took me a couple hours, but, but seriously, Holy Spirit guided me through every little step. And when I closed that thing back up and it was working, I went, ha, oh, wow, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I felt like he, had, he was expressing joy to me over, my, over less, us doing this together. He does this. Another instance, uh, I was I was doing a landscaping job for this dude up in Oakland Hills, and um, and he, and uh, and the and the, the owner of the house left, and I needed a certain tool, and um, and and I called him. And I'm like, where is that tool? He goes, oh, it's in the garage. I don't know, it's in the garage. So I opened up both garage doors, which are connected, and massive garage filled with junk and tools and wood and all kinds of stuff, and I went how am I supposed to find this thing that's this big <laughs> in here, you know? So I went right to, God, will you show me where it is? God, will you show me where it is? God, 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 will you show me where it is? Will you show me? I'm frustrated. This isn't working. So I shut up for a minute, and then I heard Holy Spirit say, would you quiet yourself? We're in this together. Stop being frustrated even over trying to hear me. Just quiet yourself. You have a knower with me already. It's intact in you. You have feelings. You have feelers out there. Just quiet yourself. Then the next step was, it's hard to quiet my brain. You know? 
I can help you. Submit it to me. I did. Long story short, because it took a little while, I finally got to a place where I was not, I wasn't carrying any strife or stress over this thing. And I just had a notion that in that cabinet in the second garage up there is where this tool was. I walk over, boom, there, there it was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and he was showing me, it's not so hard. It's not so hard. But even in you're trying to, to get me to help you, you're making it hard. <laughs> he, he knows everything. He knows every minute detail. Let's hang out with him. All right. Here's the last part I'm, I'm going to share with you in this. Um, I'm going to give you an acronym for you and Holy Spirit. Is that cool? Um, trust. T-U-R-U-S-T. <laughs> trust. I almost read it backwards. By the way, if you read uh, Sarah Yang's wonderful email this week in the church email, I'm, I'm, I owe you an apology, and I owe her one. Because I, I'm the one who puts those emails together, and I, put her, I made her title wrong. So it's, she, she sent it to me, and it says, and be a kid. And my eyes saw, be kind. So I put be kind. <laughs> it was supposed to say, and be a kid. But it works either way. So, <laughs> uh, okay. T-R-U-S-T, to help us focus uh, in our time with Holy Spirit. Okay, T is for thank you. We've got to cultivate thankfulness all the time. Seriously, when we have gripiness going on, moaning, uh, griping, just all, that kind of thing, um, we're, not, we're not now in line with, with who he is. You know, we're, we're now making a bigger thing out of a problem than focusing on him who solves the problem, <laughs> you know? So thank you. Thank you for what you've got going on. I know there's hard situations going on with a lot of folks, but there is something to be thankful for. There really is something you could focus on that he's done. There really is. And if it's, if it's even that you've got five fingers, go for it. Because there's some people that don't. You know? <laughs> Turn our attention inward to recognize Spirit's presence in us and thank him for that. Thank you. I mean, that is the right that you could begin with that. Thank you that you live right inside of me. Thank you that you're right here. Uh, yeah. R is for release, revelation. Release, rele release revelation of your glory. Paul prayed that the Father of glory would release the spirit of wisdom and revelations. Ephesians 1.17. Please show me your glory is what Moses said. Release revelation. Ephesians 1.17 is a great passage to pray and mill over with Holy Spirit. It really is. Because it talks about getting might on the inside of you through understanding that he loves you. That's, that's Ephesians 3. 1.17. Uh, yeah, that the spirit of wisdom and revelation would be on the inside. Can you imagine you... Having the spirit of wisdom and revelation on the inside of you. And humility, so you're not walking around pompous because you've got wisdom and revelation. <laughs> um, now, use me. Now, that could be taken, um, depending on where you're coming from, that could sound like, 
that could sound negative, like, I, I don't want to be used. I've been used too much, you know. What we're talking about here is the fact that Holy Spirit has gifts for us. And those gifts through you are used, partnering, thank you, um, are used to bless other people. And there are gifts that he gives all of us. Uh, gifts of the Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12, 31. Uh, 31. And uh, 1 Corinthians 14.1, the Spirit promised to release his gifts through every believer, and he wants to use us. And these things can increase in greater measure. That's another part of um, asking and fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Would you cause this to increase? I'm really in need of this, and so-and-so is in need of this. You know? And by the way, most of our, our gifts aren't really for us. They're for other people. But the cool thing is the gifts in them is for you. So you're not losing out there. Cool. Thank you. Release revelation of your glory. Use me. Strengthen me. The Spirit wants to strengthen our inner man with might. Strengthen us with might in our inner man in Ephesians 3. Uh, show me who you are. It's going to strengthen me. Show me how you love me. That's going to strengthen me. Let the joy fruit have its way today. Let joy come to the for, uh, forefront because your word says the joy of the Lord is my strength. How about let's do that today, Holy Spirit, because I need some joy, which is peace dancing. Strengthen me. Uh, Ephesians 3.16, be strengthened with might through his spirit in my inner man. Uh, Galatians 5, 22, 23, the fruit of the spirit is love, peace, joy, patience, kindness, love, suffering, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And, and the T is for teach me. Okay. He is the teacher. He can teach us anything. Just like I said about the keyboard, he taught me how to fix my keyboard. And that sounds like an awfully, you know, kind of a silly thing, but actually he, he, you will discover that he cares about every little detail of our life. He will definitely teach us how to love. He will definitely teach us the word. He will definitely teach us um, healing, how to go out and heal people. Uh, but he will teach us in every direction. I, I love to tell our high schoolers, when you're in school and you're having a rough time, um, trust me, I know. <laughs> you got the Holy Spirit with you, and he's the teacher. Much better teacher than the one standing in front of you at school. Let him, yeah, um, let him teach you, and he'll teach you to be honorable to that teacher, <laughs> and maybe hear something you didn't hear before. Teach me. Uh, we, we read John fourteen twenty six earlier, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, he will teach you all things, the Bible says. Uh, yeah, I can't believe it. We had so much time, and it's now... 8.30, 8.29. I'm going to pray and, uh, and then ask you all to go get your kids and any ministry team to come on up. Um, we love you, Holy Spirit. We thank you that you are with us right now. We thank you that you're there in the shower with us. You're there in the bed with us. You're there in the car with us. Everywhere. You see everything. You see it all. And you're the one who still loves us. So we might as well just hang out with you and trust you. Because there's something in our natural desire. 
in our, in our nature as human beings to be seen and still loved. That's intimacy. And we thank you for being intimate with us. So we're going to say to you, we're not going to try to hide from you anymore. We're not going to try to hide that thing or this thing or that thing. You already see it. So let's do this together. Also, Holy Spirit, we're going to fellowship with you a lot. And, and, and thank you for your sweet forgiveness that, that I've taken a lot of breaks and time off of fellowship with you. And thank you that you're ready to dive in right now with me, right where we left off, and then some. I'm going to do this. I want to spend time with you. And even the desire to spend time with you, I ask you to increase that in me. Because you can do that too. Thank you so much. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God, I ask that everyone here, everyone listening, will have a good morning, Holy Spirit, first thing in the morning. That that will replace foreboding thoughts and depression. And it will instead be like, hello, I get to be with you today. And when we go to sleep, God, it will be that way too. Like, you're with me. Thank you for being with me all through my sleep and causing my heart to be awake, like it says in, in Song of Solomon. That's you. Thank you. We love you, Holy Spirit. We, we are so appreciative of you, Jesus, for sending Holy Spirit to stay with us and show us and point us the way. I ask that these words and all the truth in this would, would just penetrate every heart, God. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen. Blessings, guys.